Welcome to The Conversation. I'm Kyle Russell. I'm David Thomas Lynch. And here we are again, David, talking about a Mario sports game. Yay. Yeah, we're a couple of regular jocks, aren't we? Always wanting to talk about sports. Yes. <sighs> Always about the sports ball, which you, as evidenced by the fact that I'm the type of person who says sports ball. Yeah, I, I mean... <sighs> I don't know. I'm sorry you're typecast in these episodes. Uh, <laughs> it just is what it is. You, you regularly buy the, uh, the Donkey Kong cameo games, as do I. I actually didn't buy this one until uh, you asked me about being on the conversation. I'm like, ah, crap, I'm going to have to buy it. Oh, do, do, I, do I owe you $60 then? Um, that comes out of the Patreon, right? Okay, well, hold on. As I am a jock, let me shake down somebody for their lunch money first. Okay. Support DK Vine on Patreon. That is dkvine.com forward slash Patreon or patreon.com forward slash DK Vine. We're obviously independent media. Being Donkey Kong-based journalism, we would have to be. So... We are entirely funded at the moment by your generous patronage at Patreon. DK Vine would not exist right now if it wasn't for the Patreon. And that is not hyperbole. That is not hyperbole. <laughs> that is the truth. Uh, I, I, I fund the site entirely with the Patreon money. And it gets expensive. It gets expensive running a 20 Three, almost 23-year-old website. Oh, my God. That can't be right. Uh, with, with all of our very... and a half. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. It'll be it'll be 23 next next month. In about six months. No, no, no. No, next month. Oh, right, right. August. Yeah, next month know. is for August reason, already. For some reason, I thought it was November, I guess, because you kept talking about Donkey Kong 64 all the time. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, it's all thanks to you our patrons or even our prospective patrons if if you're just if you've been thinking about it i appreciate the thought we couldn't do this without you we hope you enjoy the content we create that's dk vine on patreon also subscribe to us on twitch because you know if we get enough twitch viewers maybe we'll get some uh some moolah that way with 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 the ads and whatnot the ads that are so tailor-made for our audience anyway it's twitch dot tv forward slash dk vine or, or dk youtube where you have where you could have an ad free experience because they don't let us run ads for some reason that we're still not clear on like three years later because they won't respond to my uh, questions about yes why we were stricken from their monetization program but that's okay i i'm not gonna plug youtube today i'm plugging twitch dkvine.com forward slash twitch we, we we stream every week, uh, usually about three times a week, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less, schedules depending. So we're not regular streamers. I, we don't have time yet, but we do pump out the content. There is DK Vine's Stream of Thieves, Sundays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. BST. And that is DK Vine staffers and friends 
sailing and Sea of Thieves. It's usually not just focused on Sea of Thieves, as we usually go on long discussions about the the DKU. So it's kind of like a bonus conversation hidden in the pirate game. We do that on Sundays. Tuesdays is the Idaho crew at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. It's 1 a.m. Wednesday BST for you uh, UKers. But yeah, there's the Idaho crew. It's uh, Adam and Ape and Dustin and their friend and roommate Tate. And just this last Tuesday, we had a, we had a big Conqueror's Pocket Tales themed wedding during the Idaho crew stream. Adam and Ape got married and it was a Conqueror's Pocket Tales themed wedding. You can watch the VOD right now. It will be up on our YouTube channel as soon as they provide me their uh, their archived video. But yeah, it was a it was a really sweet and wholesome but hilarious time, which is what I strive to be at all times, even when I'm providing a platform for my four mods to get married on. <laughs> um, so uh, a lot of surprises. And then there's DK Vine done slow, which is usually on Wednesdays, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 6.30 p.m. BST. Right now, I am slow running Banjo-Kazooie. Playing uh, one world at a time usually takes me anywhere from 90 minutes to two hours to complete the world. And I I realize like how poorly I swim in Banjo Kazooie, so that's fun. But I, I take my time. I point out the little details. I go into lore rants, talk about what it was like when the game came out, transport you back in time. So it's not it's not playing the game quickly. It's not playing the game well. It's just really savoring the game. That's what I do. So that's 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 what we got that's what we got going on on the Twitch channel right now. But we occasionally do other streams and fun events. So it's definitely worth your subscription. So check it out. Alright, David. Here we go. We've got Mario Strikers Battle League to discuss today. And that is Mario Strikers Battle League football. For all of you, uh, is that is that the name in Europe or is that the name worldwide outside of the Americas or the United States and Canada or is it just the United States? Yeah, that's, I, I, I'm not. I'll, I know that this uh, cover just says Mario Strikers Battle League. Yeah, you're your cover uh, North American version. Yes, because you're like two states over from me. But right. yeah, let's clear up the terminology first because we do have an international audience and. When we talk about soccer, you know, most people will will look at us confused. So, basically, it, Americans don't care about football to the point where we invented our own sport to obsess over and called that football. Well, it's a different form of football. So, okay, what we it, call soccer is picking up the ball into your arms and carrying it to the other side. And, right. It's it's basically soccer if you're cheating. No, but what we what we got here is we've got two forms of football. We've got what the rest of the world calls football is association football. And that's where we derive the term soccer from. Soccer is derived from association. And then you've got gridiron football, which is what those in the United States call football. And uh I'm going to try to keep it simple. Uh, I, I, I will be using soccer and football interchangeably here, but no, I'm not referring to gridiron football, the American football, the, the niffle football, you know, the, the, yeah. the niffle, uh, the, 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 the 
Dallas Cowboys and the Washington football team or whatever they're called now. N- not not yeah, Niffle. You're going to have to listen to like the Madden-versation. Or- yeah, right. Rest in peace, John Madden. He never got into Smash, John Madden. I thought he would have been a good character for Smash. But I, apparently I was alone in that. I, I wanted Ken Griffey Jr. in Smash, you know, beat people with a baseball I bat. I mean, he was a Nintendo character. He was a, he was a, he was a Nintendo IP. He wasn't just a Nintendo character. He was basically, I mean, the Nintendo, they, they bought the uh, Seattle Mariners. So, yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. in the 90s was right up there with Mario and, and Donkey Kong and Fulgore. All your Nintendo favorites. Anyway, uh, I, I will be calling it soccer occasionally because I'm an ignorant American slut. And sometimes I will be calling it football because I am a worldly jet-setting traveler, debonair, extraordinaire man about the continents. So forgive me. Don't get confused. I, I, I mean both. And... uh yeah, Mario Strikers is kind of confusing, too, because the original Super Mario Strikers was called Mario Smash Football outside of the United States, or maybe just in Europe, I'm not sure. And then uh, Mario Strikers Charged was called Mario Strikers Charged Football. And I don't know why they threw on the football at the end of Mario Strikers Charged, because I thought the Mario Strikers name... I, I thought they picked that originally because it was a universal thing. Like, you know what you're referring to with Strikers... You don't need to parse out the regional differences in what we call the sport. But apparently they've changed all three names. The first game was just uh, Super Smash Football. Yeah, Mario Smash Football is is a weird name they gave it outside of the U.S. Because that's so close to Super Smash Brothers. And now when you hear Smash, you just think Super Smash Brothers. And I don't know, maybe it just Smash wasn't as ubiquitous back back then and maybe they changed the name to Mario Strikers Charged Football for the second go around because by that point Smash was the all consuming beating heart of Nintendo but yeah, I, I just think it's weird to have these regional differences like I don't know why Donkey Kong Barrel Blast is called Jet Race out, out, like why like I, I prefer Jet Race to Barrel Blast but I don't know why they do regional mm-hmm. changes to names like that it, we're we're a global culture now, and I I feel like we even were back when this series started. I I don't know, it's it's fine. These are these are small grapes. I just I mean, it's not like they called it Mario Smash Soccer in the U.S. and then they had to change it. It's you know, yeah, Mario Ultra sixty four football for I'm, the uh, Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo Famicom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like that we're a global culture now. I like that we can share each other's cultures and that we we can talk with people around the world instantaneously and we know what we're talking about. There aren't these big divides between us anymore. I think that's a good thing. I think that's a healthy thing. Uh, I just don't know why they tacked on football to the end of Battle League. I, I think it's a clunky thing. And it's like, we know what you're talking about. It's strikers. It, it, every, like, that, that, that's a universal aspect of the sport. No matter what you call it. Anyway, this is just Hyle's OCD corner griping about things that don't matter. <laughs> it's probably one of the big four, I would say the big four Mario console sports series out of golf, tennis, uh, baseball, slash sluggers, and, and this one that I played the least, the least amount of, of the four. But, you know, I, I've always appreciated 
how back on the GameCube and the Wii, you know, this this series, I guess it was a duology before now, now it's a trilogy. Uh, it never felt as cookie cutter as some of the uh, the Mario-styled games did back in the day. It, it felt like it had its own bombast and charm that, you know, even if association football, soccer, isn't your thing, uh, you, you still were kind of enticed, lured in by that presentation, by the over-the-top, extreme kind of vibes it was giving off yeah like something like uh, mario party like you see like those like same stock renders you see on spaghettios cans <laughs> yes yeah but, but like this you get these like like hand-drawn like extreme uh type of right and as a donkey kong fan from the mid 90s play it loud era that's when uh you know that's, that's when i stopped weaning myself on mother's milk and i uh i really found myself so for for me, like that that whole extreme vibe, the the style, the presentation, it it's very much on par with like that that kind of play it loud attitude that I associated with Nintendo during the height of my Nintendo fandom when Donkey Kong Country Mania was all the rage before I kind of defected from being a Nintendo kid to being a rare and Donkey Kong zealot. So, you know, th- to have a game that just oozes that kind of ridiculous, I don't know, bravado, I, I-, I-, I like it. I like it. it. It's kind of weird that it's soccer and it's not like uh, X Games style game, like like Mario Skate Park or something, which which we haven't had. We haven't had like a Mario attempt to take down Tony Hawk or anything, which is uh, kind of strange. That- this is that one uh, the last Olympic Games. Okay, okay, yeah, but but uh, you but know, other than that, yeah, out, outside of little sports in these multi-sports titles, we we didn't really we haven't really had anything that would fit this attitude. I guess you would say, like you tr- traditionally associate this associate this attitude with extreme sports. You know, jumping out of a plane on a surfboard, chugging Mountain Dew. Uh, and Doritos and and maybe. Doritos, yeah. But you know, you open up your your parachute and Doritos oh, yeah, yeah, fly yeah. out. You open up the can, like you have like six inches from your mouth for some reason, <laughs> right? And then you know you have to make sure you you know scream at the camera that's filming you. Uh, but we we haven't had that for Mario, so I guess you know I guess something like soccer fits the bill better than baseball does, better than golf certainly. Although, although this kind of style in Mario Golf would be hilarious. Oh, well, I mean, you kind of got that in uh, the Sugar Rush uh, battle mode. <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called. A little bit, but it, but it's, it's not quite the same. You know, golf and tennis are such upper-class, posh sports for, uh, for, for self-important, well-to-do society members. That, you know, baseball is a little bit more blue-collar. Soccer uh, association football is is universal. I think it's it's something you know even the poorest person can play and is accessible to them, which is why it is so popular worldwide. Except here in the U.S., it, it works. If 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 you're not going to have that Mario Extreme Sports game, it works for this. So I've always appreciated that. And like you said, the kind of sketchy hand drawn art style 
Also, uh, they took some liberties to the, with the rules to make it more fit the style better, because I don't think uh, FIFA has you uh, tossing banana peels. No, probably not. I, I, I've always liked it, and I was happy to see it come back. When, when they announced it a few months ago, I was like, wow, I, was it a few months ago? When, when did they announce this? Was this? I don't even remember. I remember time is time is a blur. Wait, is that Nintendo Direct where there's you told us who they would announce a Donkey Kong game? All right, all right, now David. I uh, yeah, we we didn't get a full Nintendo Direct for not E3. It never even came in June. The rumor was it was going to come June 29th. And, and also, there's like a Donkey Kong game that was completely finished, and they were just going to release it. Well, uh, during the direct, yeah, we 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 won't discuss the uh, the, the the Zippo uh, the, the Zippo thing uh, that we have nothing to do with that. But yeah, there there, there was that rumor. Oh, there's going to be a Nintendo Direct. At first, it was going to be not E3 week, you know, when when everybody else was yeah. doing their stuff, and then it was going to be June 29th, and I, then there was just a mini third party direct that was was it June 28th instead. Uh, yeah yeah and uh so we, we didn't we didn't get anything and the last time and it turns out if you look under your seat you already have a copy of the new donkey kong game <laughs> yeah it's gone gold whatever that means but back when we did get a full nintendo direct at some point they announced this and i, I was happy to see it i was like wow it's been over a decade since we've gotten a mario strikers game that this is surprising and it's done by next level Next Level Games, the the Canadian studio that did the first two, and I think they did what the the one Luigi's Mansion game, Dark Side of the Moon, or, or uh, there's the third one, third one, Luigi's uh, Mansion Three. Okay, yeah, That's it. that no was uh, that was Wish You Were Here, uh, <laughs> but it was great. I mean, I I I was like, wow, I didn't expect this. I just thought this was dead. I thought this series was retired. I thought it was on the shelf. And so I, I was happy to see it back. And of course, then the game for us Donkey Kong diehards becomes, all right, is Diddy going to be in it? And then we don't see Diddy and we're like, well, okay, he's not in these trailers, but maybe he will be in the game at launch. And then he's not in the game at launch. And you're like, okay, well, maybe he'll be DLC, which is where we're currently at in Diddy Watch. But, you know, Diddy wasn't playable in the first Super Mario Strikers. Diddy was playable in Mario Strikers Charged. So, you know, there there were expectations that we would see Diddy, but I think the biggest blow that people felt, which we will get into in just a little bit, because it will have its own segment in this episode, because we need to address the Critter controversy. Critter goalies, they were a big factor in both Strikers games, which was the biggest thing for Donkey Kong fans, I would say, Bigger than playable Diddy at the time in in the the Wii game charged were critters way back in Super Mario Strikers because it was so bizarre to have these uh, stock Donkey Kong baddies as the goalies in a Mario game. They'll get I don't know Goombas or Koopa Troopas or. Well, like, I, I can s- yeah, I can see maybe why Next Level picked Critter because this this was during a I I don't want to call it controversial because I don't think it was controversial that much at the time. But uh, I don't know. People still think that Kremlins are owned by Microsoft. Yeah, there there is 
unfortunately still misconceptions even after K. Rool got into Smash Brothers. We, we had a brief window there where we could enjoy that misconception being cleared up. It's like, no, no, Nintendo owns the Kremlins. And then Banjo- yeah, I can also be in Smash Brothers, girl. Yeah, and then Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, came into Smash in 2019, and then everybody was like, oh, okay, K. Rool's owned by Microsoft. It's like, no, no, let me break out the chart for you. I'm making up this huge chart that, you know, shows you who owns what. You know, we have the Diddy Kong Racing characters, we have Kremlins, we have Donkey Kong 64 trademarks, which, you know, are different color-coded because they've changed uh, ownership. But no... We, we, this, there's that misconception, and and people who never yeah. played. What if, what if Microsoft were able to keep uh, Lanky Kong? I mean, look, would it be worth it just to have Lanky Kong and IDARP? I think it would be. I think it would be. I, I I don't know. It's not like Nintendo's getting much use out of Lanky Kong at the moment. Fuck, put him in IDARP. Um, we could get a Lanky ship set in Sea of Thieves. I don't know. Just shoot scrapes. I I don't know, but. Yeah, I, I guess not a lot of people played the Strikers games because the rumor, the misconception that Rare absconded with all the Kremlins persists to this day. But th- this was kind of a controversial period of integration, maybe in retrospect, for Donkey Kong fans because the Donkey Kong cast started to get heavy usage in these Mario sports titles uh, post-buyout. Because all of a sudden then that, you know, very polite kind of corporate culture within Nintendo where, you know, you, oh, you shouldn't use those characters because even though we own them, uh, that's disrespectful to this studio. You know, you might want to get permission from them. Uh, so, so things like Diddy wouldn't show up in these games until after the buyout and then Nintendo felt free to use Diddy and we, you know, Camelot instantly capitalized, put him in Mario Golf Toastal Tour. They almost last minute replaced Donkey Kong Jr. with Diddy Kong in Double Dash. We really dodged a bullet there. You started to get that. And then as the years started to roll on, as more time passed, we started to see more and more Donkey Kong characters crop up in these games, especially games like Strikers and Sluggers. Oh, they would really make the most usage out of them. Although with, with Strikers, it was really just the Kremlins and Diddy. It, it, it's kind of odd that they picked Yeah, well, Kremlins. Sluggers, you have to like, need like nine characters for the team, so... Yeah, but to your point, the Critters being in... Strikers. I sorry, I had to think for a second there. I was like, sluggers, strikers, strike. What, what do you what do you do with what do you do with the soccer ball? The the you critters. They, they were probably picked. Well, because... you strike a baseball, so it must be sluggers. <laughs> right, you know, baseballs. They got strikes. And yeah, that's true. That's you strike true. it with the bat, and Th- thank goodness the uh, the volleyball game next level wanted to do didn't come out. I think it was Mario Spikers. <laughs> That's where my brain would tap out, which is wrestling. But I think it was going to be a hybrid volleyball slash wrestling game. Anyway, the critters were picked because they Are you were... sure you're not thinking of like Dead or Alive Extreme? <laughs> no, no, look it up. It's on Mario Wiki. I don't think there's any bikini, uh, bikini clad care. I would have, I mean, you know, maybe Diddy would have been in a bikini and it would have just been, you know, universal, equal opportunity cheesecake. But critters were picked because they were humanoids. They, they were humanoids. They were probably able to deflect the football coming at them. And 
Obviously, they've been replaced in this new game with Boom Booms because I guess they fit the bill enough. They're they're a little stockier than critters, but eh, they're basically upright. They'll, they'll work. And and so the critters have been excised from this, and now that's controversial because before it was oh no. They're just blurring the lines between the Donkey Kong series and the Mario series. This is from the hardcore Donkey Kong fans' perspective, not the Mario absolutist perspective. They're they're like, oh no, you know, uh, now people are going to just think Critters are Mario characters and our series autonomy is going to be diluted or just completely erased. And, And now people are like, oh no, they're not putting the Critters in the new Strikers game. Are, are they going to bring back the Kremlings at all? And I will get into all of this. Because retro studios have made the existence of Kremlings illegal. Right, yeah. We we will get into my th- very sound theory as to why the Critters are not in this game. But that that's, that's the biggest controversy for the Donkey Kong fan with Battle League is the lack of Critters. Now, looking back at what the past Strikers games afforded us... The first game had the Donkey Kong football field, football stadium, uh, which I believe was retconned. I I don't know if it was called this in the first one, but they brought it back for the second one. It was called Conga Coliseum. Not Congo Coliseum, Conga Coliseum. And that's Coliseum with a C. Yes, yes. They, They didn't even do the alliterative like Mortal Kombat style, like we're going to turn the C into K kind of thing. But yeah, it was a football field on Donkey Kong Island. And I I remember it being fairly generic compared to some of the deep cuts that, you know, Camelot or Namco have put into their own Donkey Kong Island-based sporting arenas over the years. I I don't think there was that many references in it. There was just some generic, like, barrel-shaped things. And you're in a jungle. I mean, it was fine. It was fine. But you didn't have, like, swanky sideshow off in the corner or a naughty millstone or anything like um like we saw in namco's the one where game. you strike the baseball yeah yeah so i mean really looking back the striker series didn't have a lot of donkey kong references or deep cuts we had donkey kong as expected we had diddy in the sequel and we had critters in both so that brings us to the new one, David, because I say all this as kind of a preamble to discuss why I even bought it, why I spent $60, why you spent $60, why our patrons spent $60 for us on um, a soccer game when we're not particularly soccer fans. I mean, I do admit I will, I enjoy watching soccer over a lot of more American homegrown sports like, you know baseball and and basketball and and gridiron football i will happily watch a soccer game i won't really get into it but if i'm feeling drunk or wired at 2 a.m and i can't sleep and i i turn on the tv and i'm watching soccer it's soothing to me it it relaxes me um probably just because it's so un-american that it can kind of take me away it's it's a it's kind of a Oh, oh, this is this is lovely. This is not something from my own culture. Um, culture in air quotes. Spanish commentators are so much more excited. 
Right, right. It, it's even if I don't get into it, even if I don't really understand what's happening, it's kind of mesmerizing for me. So, uh, so I, you know, it just I'm not going to play a, a FIFA game. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna seek it out because I'm. I get nothing out of it. Right. So, like most cameo games, I probably wouldn't be playing this if it weren't DKU. I wouldn't be bothered with it if Donkey Kong wasn't in it. If they just excised all Donkey Kong elements from this third Strikers game, I'd be like, oh, well, that's weird. All right, well, I don't have to buy it then. But I did have to buy it, and here we are. So, but like I said, I mean, I was happy to see Battle League announced. It wasn't like, oh, here we go, another cameo game. Um, uh, that, Mario Party 12. Yeah, that, that whole, like, buyout era on Wii of just getting bombarded by these cameo games, by these Mario sports games, uh, it, it's pretty much in the past. We we get one probably every year now, which still feels like overkill. I wish they would spread the love with other franchises. Like, does it always have to be Mario? Like, let's get Donkey Kong something. Donkey Kong Golf. Or, or even like Donkey Kong, like that that X game then, style, like game. that would be perfect for Donkey Kong. Do that yeah. for Donkey Kong. Maybe Although, give you Kirby know, well, something. Also, the you know the Donkey Kong Golf game rumored from that article from like two thousand five or whatever. Two thousand four, actually. Yeah, that or, that was yes. that was what. To, to, the prophecy to, must be fulfilled. It was E three two thousand four. There were uh, there were sneaky sneak photos taken of the E three show floor. And we saw a sign that said Donkey Kong something, and it was misread as Donkey Kong Golf. Come to find out, it was Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. That was our first look at the prototype beta Donkey Kong Jungle Beat logo. For some reason, it looked like golf in that very low-res JPEG uh, that was on, like, IGN. Yeah, I mean, well, it's mostly uh, obscured by, you know, whatever else was... Right. Yeah, but... Yeah, I, I still would really like Donkey Kong Golf. Yes. I think that has plenty of opportunities. It, it could be a mini golf game because, you know, it's lots of opportunity there. I don't know. That being said, you know, happy to see it back. And especially because everything that wasn't golf or tennis, it feels like ha- was in the last 12 to 13 years been consolidated into these Omni Sports packages. Uh, you had Mario Sports Mix on the Wii. You had Mario Sports Superstars on the 3DS. That was the one with the ponies in it, David. Remember mm-hmm. the ponies? Yes, yes. Mario Horse Racing and a few other games. Right, and they had the trading card, the, the Amiibo trading cards you could get. And it's like, yeah. ooh, am I going to get the one with Donkey Kong and his pony? And then... And um, it's just a stock render with of Donkey Kong with the in front of a horse yeah i mean the, the horses were original it's not like they just pulled horses off of google image search or as they would today a dolly image generator like they just typed donkey kong with horse and and then put that on a trading card but you, you had those and then of course you have the olympics the mario and sonic at the olympic games games where you you get a hybrid of, of olympic sports and it just it, you know some are fun some are there and it's just uh well that was that was sixty dollars i spent i i probably would have been happier with a sluggers revival if i'm honest but i'm not going to turn up my nose at something different and i'm glad it wasn't just another mario party sequel you know we we just got uh mario party what is all-star it was 
Superstars? Superstars. Superstars. Okay, I thought, yeah. I can't remember. I wasn't remember. sure if we were talking about that or Super Mario Party from a couple years ago. No, earlier. yeah, we, we had both. Yeah, so I was like, I, I, don't want an, I don't want Mario Party to become this annual dredgery again where it's just, oh, yeah, another Mario Party. Oh, this one, the sun and the moon are fighting. Oh, this one's just a dream. Oh, this one, I, I, I know, I'm done, I'm done. Um, just keep Mario Party just one game per console, and I guess they broke that rule with the, the latest one, but the latest one was kind of like a greatest hits. I don't know, whatever. But, yeah, we got this game. And, okay, for I, I, w- I was relieved to see Next Levels behind it. I was, I was honestly surprised because I wasn't sure if they would be doing it or if it was just they were reviving the IP, but somebody else was handling it. No, next level. It is a full-on continuation. We got the the scratchy art style back for the the promotional art. Oh, that, that's all well and good. And Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is pretty, you know, fun to watch. He's well animated. I like I like his uh, like animations. His victory animation. His losing animation, where he just glumsly chomps down on a banana well that's that's fun and and i like the jungle retreat field we we have i okay so we kind of have a new uh field which is more styled after donkey Kong country returns and you've got the retro era style huts and everything uh but i think the fields for me are a bit ruined this time around by having them be I guess holographic projections. Is that what's going on? Because like they're like, I thought they were like floating in space or something. Yeah. So you've got this um, this this generic soccer field that's hovering in the air or something, and it's I think it's like a Star Trek style hollow deck because it then projects the the type of field you want, and you can do the halvesies thing where one half yeah. is is well, one like basically. Style. Both teams can mesh them together. Yeah. So like one side is like jungle theme, one side is, you know, Mario block themed. Right. Mush- Mushroom Hills is one of yeah. them. There's... But it, it's, it's, it's kind of ruined it for me because even though it's cool to see such a faithful depiction of Donkey Kong Island, it's not really Donkey Kong Island. It's a holographic recreation of the Congo jungle. It's not really the Mushroom Kingdom, is it? It's a holographic recreation of the Mushroom Kingdom. I, I'm somebody, and this is just an aesthetic thing. I realize 95% of gamers out there will not care about this. But as somebody who just spent five minutes ranting about the inconsistency of the names of this series, of course this is going to upset me. This is why Nuts and Bolts, more so than what kind of game it was, was a bit deflating at the time because I am somebody who loves visiting these locations, right? Like the whole point of me playing a video game is to transport myself into these fictional environments that I love visiting and revisiting. I love going to Donkey Kong Island. Unfortunately, Donkey Kong Island, as far as we know, doesn't actually exist in the real world. So I must experience it via video games. So I'm always happy to go there. I'm always happy when it's featured as uh, a course or a field or a stadium in one of these games. Oh, cool. I get another glimpse of my favorite fictional location. Terrific. But like Nuts and Bolts. Nuts and Bolts, you had Showdown Town, which might even be just Log's metaphysical 
bleed realm between all video game universes. Oh, but it was very, you know, beautifully rendered as everything Rare does is. But then the worlds themselves were just fake. They they were fake. They were designed to be sets. All yeah, the worlds. Like, yeah, there, were, there wasn't even like any characters. It was just like Mumbo as this farmer character and then Toddles as also this other. Right. Right. And that was, I think, the fundamental narrative misstep of Nuts and Bolts. I think more people would have subconsciously gotten into the type of game it was if it wasn't just, oh, yeah, God is making us do all of this and nothing matters because none of this is real outside of Showdown Town which is the, and Spiral Mountain. Those are the only real locations. Yeah, I get that here. It's like, oh yeah, it's not really the Congo. Gen- they're just they're just playing on the hollow deck somewhere. Yeah, it's just a hollow deck. There's just like it's in space, but there's also like a domed for like atmosphere or something. It, it, but- it's something like that, but it's still just a like we're just beaming in these like home stadiums. They're not actually the Congo jungle. It's not actually the mushroom kingdom. It's not actually Bowser's dark land. It's just artifice. Yeah. It's a small gripe, but it actually goes a long way towards me getting into the game itself. And it's a shame because I really like the jungle retreat field. I like the way it looks. I like, you know, we got a remix again of DK. Yeah. I'll swing. It, it's nice. You know, it's always good to see that representation for Donkey Kong in these games, but it, it, it's fake. It's just fake. And, and I don't need to re- be reminded that Donkey Kong Island is fake. I, I know Donkey Kong Island is fake. When I'm playing a video game, I want to pretend I'm visiting it as a real place. And so to have Donkey Kong running around a fake representation of his home, I'm like, well, okay. This is, this is less enjoyable for me. It is cool, though. To see the return style huts, you know, combined with the theme park, I think it kind of makes that clear. Yeah, I've been watching the uh, intro uh, animations over to see whether it's, you know, floating through space or just a hologram. And yeah, it looks more like a hologram the more I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fake. <laughs> but yeah, nothing the re- matters. The return style huts, it, it does show that I think this will remain the art style of the Donkey Kong series, even post retro. Um, I think. For, from now on, this is what architecture on Donkey Kong Island will be represented as, which I'm all for consistency. I do kind of miss the more um, like wooden treehouse style of, of Rare, but eh, it's, it's fine. I, I, I don't actually dislike this. And, you know, Battle League, I'll, I'll give it this. It's technically proficient. I like the way it feels. I like the way it plays, but it does take a while to get a handle on this game's nuances. I don't think this is a game you yeah. can just pick up and play out of the box. I think you actually need to spend time in practice mode with Footbot and actually get a handle on it. Because, for contrast, I've obviously been playing a lot of Killer Instinct 2013 recently. And, you know, I have no fucking clue how to play Killer Instinct 2013, but I mash the buttons. I mash them quite a bit and I can do stuff. Stuff happens and I like the stuff I see and it feels good and I have fun and it's a good time. 
even if I don't actually know what I'm doing, even if I'm just, you know, walking around blindfolded. Well, so here's how this game actually works. What you do is you move the uh, joystick around, then you just press buttons at random, and uh, then sometimes they do fancy moves. I tried that, because I was playing this at the exact same time as Killer Instinct 23. I would trade off, because I was doing the research for our uh, Killer uh, yeah, Instinct. Yeah, like here you have to, like, if, if you have the ball, you have to, you know, do a tackle, and then you you have to, like, mash the L button to make sure that you're playing as the character near the ball. That's, yeah. that's one of the few confusing things, because when you're... Um, I'm sure it's better in, like, an eight-player game, but uh, if you're just playing by yourself, you end up playing as all four characters on your team. Right. And your AI bots are idiots, so they're <laughs> yeah. not going to steal the ball. Yeah, I think this is definitely something that is improved with uh, a full team, a full, like, multiplayer team. Single-player... It, it it feels rough, and you, like I said, you you have to really get a handle on it to get all the nuances. I tried to do the button mashing route, like like you just suggested, and it just doesn't work. I I got clobbered. I got clobbered in easy mode. I oh my god. Um, but yeah, I think the more the more players you have on your team, real human players the more fun you will have with it for sure. The the levels of customization in the game are nice. Yeah, because, um, you know, my main is Donkey Kong, but he's, yeah. you know, not the f- fastest character, but you can, like, uh, get gear to uh, make him faster, and they look like these, like, Tron-type suits. Yeah. Right, and... That, that, I don't like the helmet because it looks like one of those, like, fucking, like, board AP things that were inexplicably popular last year. <laughs> I think the the big, like, the, the yellow helmet that uh, is actually on our key art for this episode, I I feel like it makes him look like he's got a lemon peel on his head. Like, he just found a big lemon, you know, in, in the the faraway yeah. lands of Jungle Beat. He, he, he picked off a big lemon yeah, from think- the Lemon Kingdom. And he well, put it on that his head. helmet's the one that enhances strength. Mm. Uh, For from one angle, it looks like a big lemon peel, and from another angle, he looks like just a, a penis head. It looks like he's got a big phallus, like a banana, or it could, I mean, but a banana's kind of got the, that distinctive top to it. I don't know. This is smooth. It's a, it's a maybe it's it, the bottom of a banana, or it's a big circumcised know. penis. Is what I'm saying. Anyway, I. Uh, yeah, I wish we had like Donkey Kong levels of custom. I, I wish there were there was Donkey Kong specific gear. Yeah, they're all kind of like generic. Uh, like yeah, like like every character has like those like you know the Tron suits to enhance speed, mm. the big things to enhance strength. And, and it's it's always cool to see things that are so outside of your normal Nintendo standardizations of the character. Like I I love Donkey Kong in a Skylanders jumpsuit. It's just ridiculous, and it's something you so seldom see. And, and just like that, they have such strict standards of how the character is going to appear. Although, you know, maybe that's loosening and with Mario Kart Tour and all the wacky variants you get in there. But yeah, to see like Donkey Kong in this like Tron type suit, that's cool. But I I wish we would have had more specific things for each character that you could unlock. 
that would pay tribute to them and their own experiences and adventures and series, respectively, like Wario and Yoshi. And maybe that's just, all, again, coming right off of Killer Instinct 2013, which I realize is a game that's nine years old. Uh, the DKU aspects of it are, what, six years old. But, you know, I, I, I can put Rash the Battletoad in a Conquer head and give him banjo shorts and give him the Lord of Games on his back. And that's that's fun. And I it's like this gear in particular, it just feels so generic. And I don't feel like I can really put my own personality in it. It's just like, oh, now Donkey Kong has clunkier uh, clothes on while he's, while he's playing football. It's fine. It's fine. It's nice that it's there at all, right? Like this, this feels like complaining about something that doesn't need to be complained about. I just wish. Yeah, I mean, I. For all the other characters, they just use no gear, and that you know that's fine too. Yeah, and there are new features like Team Tackle, which again I I've played this series the least out of the big four ones, the big four console ones from this era. I realized there was also like Mario Hoops three on three, but the ones that were on the consoles uh, that that got their start on the N sixty four, the GameCube, I played this one the least, the uh, Strikers. So. You know, stuff like Team Tackle, it's like, oh, okay, that's new, but I don't really have that much familiarity with the older ones for it to really make a difference for me. I did really like the tutorial robot, the aforementioned footbot. Uh, one, because you seldom see a pun of that caliber in games like this, probably because this was a Canadian team. And so you have a, a like a language based pun that I which is it's a Spanish pun for uh, football. Uh, but I, I liked that it was in there at all and that this seems like something that would have flown under Nintendo's radar a little bit because I feel like they don't like new characters in these sorts of things. Right. Because usually this yeah. would just be toad giving you the tutorial or yeah, a generic toad since all toads are just called toad now um it would be like a tutorial toad or referee toad yeah they would it would be toad but he would have Coach a toad he would have yellow spots instead of red or blue you know, there's a toad to explain to you how to play the game but next level mm-hmm. went to the next level and they gave us an original character like you would have seen back in the late 90s or early aughts yeah, here is Footbot, uh, just a, a completely original character, a new Mario character in this game. You may never see him again. He will probably never be referenced again. In fact, Nintendo will catch wind of this and demand that you never use him again. But oh my god, how fun is that? I like that. I like that sort of thing. I look back to the early days of what we define as cameo games And I I look at games like the original Mario Party with all of those original mushroom people in there, like Fun, Gus. They're toads. Yeah. But, like, they they look different, you know. They look different, but that's when you could have different mushroom people. They weren't just all recolored toads. And we had, you know, in Mario Golf, we had Charlie and Sunny and Plum. And I realized, you know, some people may not like that because those are spots that could have got to actual Mario or Donkey Kong characters. But I, I don't yeah, but- know. I, I like the blending. I like the mixture of new and old because 
you know, a new character is just an opportunity to have a new favorite. Oh, yeah, that's that's my favorite Mario character, Charlie from off of Mario Golf. Oh, I wish we would see Charlie again. Do you think Charlie will ever be in Mario Kart Tour? I would spend thirty nine ninety nine on Charlie. Yeah, I've, actually, you know, maybe they should get a Mario Golf the Nintendo sixty four Tour in the. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know. Like, bring them all back. And again, this uh, is maybe, this, yeah, maybe like five years from now when they're desperate for new content. No, they'll just keep putting Mario in in different outfits and and Mario and wearing Sonny's hat. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I mean they already have like Mario golfer and like he's he's like Mario in his like USA gear or whatever. But yeah, they they just like they're just gonna put Mario or the princesses in, you know in different outfits based on vague ethnic stereotypes and, and call it a day. And I, fi- I finally unlocked Sausage Luigi last oh, week. how'd that feel? How'd that feel to finally yeah. unlock Luigi with the big sausage? And I also unlocked Funky Kong, but whatever. <laughs> you know, I only play as the Kongs or as me, and by me I mean you, and by you I mean me, my me, you. Well, I play as whoever the game tells me to play as because you get three items. Okay, well... Th- there's a literally a mechanic. It's like, these characters are literally better in this course. I know. So I will play as the best character that is Kong-related. So if, if that, that just leaves me with one item slot, so be it. I will fight against the grain. Um, I, sometimes I will also play as uh, Pauline. And, and Pauline's two variants... Party Pauline and Rose Bouquet Pauline. I don't know, but those are. I, I sometimes play as Pauline because she has Donkey Kong roots, and I only do that though after I've watched the credits for the tour, so I can see the six Kong-based characters: Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong, Funky Kong, Donkey Kong Junior. (parentheses SNES) and Donkey Kong me racing outfit, which is the character me, I mean you, but I mean me. Uh, So I can watch those be the only credits, the characters in the credits. And then after that, I will use Pauline, but only Pauline. I will not lower myself to use Mario or Luigi or Peach or Daisy or Bowser or Yoshi or any of them. No matter how many or big sausages, free running Koopa Troopa, <laughs> right? <laughs> or right, Chef Mario or yeah. Sausage Luigi? Yeah, but how did it feel to have Sausage Luigi unlocked at long last? Fine, fine? just fine. It, it wasn't yeah. a euphoric moment. You didn't. This is, this is what I've been saving all my gems for for the past couple weeks. <laughs> right, I, I had four hundred, over four hundred rubies in the game, and I was like. Oh, uh, I guess I should... Because I've been saving them in case any new Kong-based characters come to the game, and I don't think it's happening. So I was like, oh, I guess I can try to get Daisy in her Thailand dress. I, I call her Bangkok Daisy. And uh, I got her, the first pool, and I got her cart. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm not never going to use her, but I have her now. <laughs> anyway. Footbot is so contrary to Nintendo's ethos, and we will never see Footbot again, I would wager. And it's a shame. It's a shame that Nintendo has such strict guidelines with, like, only the the studio that created this should be allowed to use this character. 
because then we don't see those characters. And and then we, if they come down on like, oh, we we don't want you to use this original character. We just want you to use a generic toad. That that just strips more personality out of these games. Yeah, and don't think Footbot appears like in, at any other point in the game. No, it's just so. it's. I th- I think it. I mean, I haven't played far uh, enough actually, to see. There is one thing that I've barely touched: the uh, create your own football club. I don't know. Maybe that's how you unlock him as a playable character. Uh, he'll probably be DLC. He'll probably be like the big DLC. Everybody's expecting Diddy Kong. It'll be Footbot, but. Yeah, I I like it. It's 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 again, it's different and it's unusual in 2022 to see in one of these games. I look at the new Mario Party games and just like hell, you visit Mushroom Village in the the latest Mario Party game, and the fact that you know all those individual original characters have been kicked out for your generic Mario stock characters, and I'm just oh, that's just that's a shame. It is a shame, but those are the things I really like. You know, it, it, it's a fine. It's actually a really fine soccer game. Uh, it's just coming off of Mario Tennis Aces and Mario Golf Super Rush. I think I'm starting to feel a little, I guess, fatigued or or blasé by Nintendo's new method of content rollout. Yeah, or like they release the game, like the game, and then just. Add content after the fact, just yeah. It's at least a half finished game, then finish it later. That's what it's starting to feel like, and I didn't really feel it so much with Mario Tennis Aces because that single player campaign really did feel like a refreshing, weighty addition to the Mario Tennis format, especially coming off of the the Wii U Mario Tennis game. It was like okay, finally, like Mario Tennis is a return to form, and Super Rush. Super Rush did feel a little bit lesser compared to some of Camelot's other releases, but it still had that really solid Mario Golf gameplay that's been with the series from the start. And, you know, as somebody who likes golf video games more than I do soccer, I was able to get into it maybe more than some other people were. But maybe it's because association football isn't my thing, but the way these games are releasing is starting to wear me down. It's starting to catch up with me because, like you said, they're more bare bones. You've got the DLC promise throughout the like first half year after the game comes out. But I don't know if they're, they also like judge that based on the game's performance. Like If the game is done really well, we will put more DLC out there. We'll keep it going. Uh, or, and if a game doesn't do well... At launch, then we're only going to do bare minimum DLC and then just call it quits. I don't know how they got this planned out, but you're right. It does feel like it's not as complete of a game as past Strikers games have been. Probably like, uh, what, 10 playable characters and uh, four, uh, you know, four players per team. So uh, it gets kind of repetitive when you're playing the cup battles. Like you basically seen everything when you're only halfway through yeah i wish like we had more characters at launch because the whole i think appeal to these games the whole initial appeal the whole pitch is hey it's a bunch of mario and nintendo characters playing soccer and when you have like bare minimum you're you're not going to have those levels of customization like this is my team 
how cool is that? Um, it, it's it's just like, oh, I guess I have to pick this character. Oh, I guess I guess Wario will be on my team. I guess Waluigi will be on my team. I'm sure Yoshi get in here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's it's and maybe this will improve as we do get more DLC. But I'm just not a fan of spending sixty dollars for an unfinished game. And again, I, I I didn't really catch up with me until now. I know a lot of people had this complaint with Mario Golf Super Rush, and it didn't really affect me because I I am a, more of a Camelot fan. I do like their golf games. Mario Golf is kind of the premier Mario sports series for me. And even though like I felt like uh you know I wish Diddy was in it. Oh you know I wish there was a a Donkey Kong golf course. I guess they did add New Donk City in DLC, but you know what I mean, like. I don't know. It it still didn't really affect me until now where I'm left wanting for more and I'm like this this feels really cool. I really like that it, you know, online multiplayer and all of that, but I I need more. I need I need more than this. And what if the game doesn't do that well? Are they just going to call DLC early? Is it really dependent on how a game's performance is doing? You never had this problem with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate felt like a hefty, complete game at launch, and the DLC was just icing, lathered frosting on already delicious cake. Like even if Banjo and Kazooie didn't get into Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, I would have been giddy, ecstatic. I was giddy and ecstatic with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So I don't know. I I, I don't think you should buy a game with like, oh well, they'll fix it in post. I mean, it's it's like you sh- you shoot a movie and it just it, it, it's terrible. The, the shoot is terrible. It's like whatever. They'll save it in editing. Like the the game, it's already been released. It's out there. I I don't know. I don't like this new method of of how Nintendo is handling these sports games. I I think any DLC, I would happily pay for DLC if I had a more complete package at launch. And then maybe I'd be enticed, you know, oh, I, I want more in this because it's already so much fun to play. I shouldn't be left waiting for a game to be saved months after the fact. And it's not like this game is bad. It just feels incomplete. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, yeah there's a good game in there. Just, you know, just maybe it feels like, I don't know, cheaper. Yeah, with, yeah. Like, I don't know, $30 or it, something. It, it feels like a $30 game, not a $60 game. Uh, you know, and I don't. I don't like complaining about prices for video games. I did just spend one hundred and seventy dollars on Killer Instinct twenty thirteen. I clearly am a sucker, right? If it's DKU, I will shell up. So you spend on Skylanders. I have a whole closet full of Skylanders. Oh my god! And then of course they're like ten dollars, like two, three months later. Yeah, I mean, I, I did. I didn't like go on eBay and like put up big money for hard to find Skylanders or anything, thankfully. But <sighs> here's the thing. They could add a lot of cool stuff via DLC. They could add Diddy Kong via DLC. Although I'm not optimistic they will. Maybe they will. Maybe next level will fight for Diddy. But they they could add all this stuff. But here's the thing. Three months, four months, six months from now, am I still going to be interested in this game? Am I still going to be like, oh, they added new content to Strikers Battle League, I've got to pick it back up. Because I have to be honest, Super Rush, I didn't really, like, they, they added that DLC, and I was just like, uh, I guess I need to update the game. I don't think I have yet. I don't I don't think I have, I don't think I have all the DLC in Aces yet. Like, it's just... Well, I think they, well, because what they did was, 
you play through a tournament and then when you're done with after you've if, like if you, you get experience points and then at a certain uh trying to remember what this game is like uh <laughs> yeah you get, yeah your rank goes up and then when you reach an a rank you get to keep a character but if you miss the tournament then they just unlock the character anyway <laughs> or maybe it was just like a alternate costumes like I, I mario and overalls alter, and stuff i think it's just an alternate costume like here's Boo oh with the visor. okay yeah then the, yeah. the characters just unlock right away yeah yeah, yeah. anyway i miss the days hey, still no sausage luigi still no sausage like could you just imagine how far luigi could whack a soccer ball with a giant sausage yeah i guess like oh i was still talking about mario golf or like oh, maybe like the, oh. could be the club and, yeah it could be the club yeah, yeah and the sausage would be a putter the sausage is a universal piece of sporting equipment all right, David, we, we've got a couple calls to take. I want to hear some of our audience's thoughts on this game. And then we're going to really dive into the big sticking point for Donkey Kong fans, the lack of critters. Before we get there, let's go ahead and take these calls, starting logically with the first one. Hi, Aaron. This is Anthony, a recruiter from WCR Consulting, calling about a job opening we have for a marketing manager. Um, this is an on-site work, and the pay is $45 per hour. If interested, kindly call me at... Thank you. Well, thank you for the call, Anthony, was it? Uh, uh, unfortunately, your thoughts on Mario Strikers Battle League were a little unclear. $45 an hour. That's about what this game costs. No, this sounds like a great job opportunity, and I'm really sorry you accidentally dialed the DK Vine hotline by mistake because I think Eric would have been perfect for this job. Eric, if you're listening, please get in touch with Anthony. It's $45 an hour. Now, it is on site, which, you know, in the era of COVID, I don't know what their masking protocols are or, or, or vaccine requirements. Oh, nobody masks anymore. It's, a, it's Yeah, it's a dodgy proposal for an on-site job. But at $45 an hour, you could afford some pretty killer health care. So, uh, oh, yeah. Eric, if you are listening, please give Anthony a call. Um, well, actually, get in touch with me because I have the number. I didn't want to broadcast that on air. But I, I will hook you up. And, hey, hey, put in a good word for me because, let's be honest, Donkey Kong journalism doesn't really uh, pay the bills that much and uh sounds like a great opportunity for the both of us thank you for the call all right let, let's hope that the next call isn't the wrong number and they actually wanted to talk about the game hey what's going on dk vine john tessier calling in here for another episode of conversation talking about mario strikers battle league and so um i bought the game and i played it and uh overall i'm gonna say Kind of disappointed. I don't know. It's just kind of bare bones. You know, it, it's fun, no doubt, but it's just kind of bare bones. It's got me thinking uh, Nintendo really needs a uh, a Game Pass type of service if they're going to continue to release games like this. Like, you had Mario Golf Super Rush, which was kind of the same, kind of released bare bones, and then they updated it over time. If, if Nintendo is going to do that, then they're going to have to have some sort of Game Pass service where I can just play this game for like two two days, three days, and then forget about it and not have to worry about it and not have to spend uh, $90 on the freaking game. That's how much we spend here in Canada on video games. 
Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's just, it's annoying. You know, these are, it's a fun game. I had fun playing it, but you know, it's just, it's not worth a full game price that I'm going to own for the rest of my life. I would rather just, you know, play it, stream it for like two or three days and then just, uh, not, wor- not worry about it until another update comes out and then I'll play it again for a little bit. I don't know. I think Nintendo needs a Game Pass type of service. Would love to hear what you guys think. Can't wait to hear the episode. Talk to you guys later. Hey, thank you for the call, John. And yeah, I, I, I sort of agree. You know, I, I think about how this game would play if it was on the Xbox and it was available via Game Pass. And yeah, absolutely. Any of those faults would go kind of right out the window, those complaints, <laughs> if it was just part of a subscription service like that. Yeah, I don't really have Game Pass because I hardly have time to play the games I actually own, and I also don't want to lose my games when, you know, new releases for a low monthly cost turns out not to be sustainable. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, maybe if we like, bring back, like, rentals, like put some Switch games in the red box. Right. That's what... Maybe that's what this game would be good for. That yeah. way, you know. I'm surprised there there isn't like a rental service. Maybe for, like drive to uh, the only blockbuster in this country. Well, it's like maybe they know, have it. You know, like how you you can like watch videos on maybe you know, like Amazon Video where you can rent a movie for like two day period and then you can't watch it anymore. And you know, I'm surprised there's not that option for video games where oh, I can play this you know on my Switch or my Xbox or my PlayStation for the weekend. And then I, then maybe my save data is yeah, still there of, if I want to rent it again or buy it, but I'm just trying it out. Surprise, yeah, that's not know. a thing. Yeah. It's a good idea. Pay five bucks for the weekend or whatever. Redbox used to have, I mean, they never had Switch games. I guess it would be hard to fit in the cases, but they, well, they don't have video games anymore because I don't know. You know, nobody has time because they only have those uh, geezer teaser movies, like that. They they like Liam Neeson is like hunting somebody down, and and Bruce Willis is hunting somebody down, and so that's all you see in Redbox anymore. Is, is... No, they, they, they have you know whatever movies just came out on the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's mostly schlock that's in there. It's mostly just D-grade garbage. Uh, I'm going to try to get Elvis and Slick Monty in there, honestly. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I think that we just stumbled upon a great idea, the three of us. We we put our heads together, you, David, John Tessier, and, and me. And, and, you know, honestly. Yeah, and, and now that I think about it, like, yeah, why, why can't you just digitally rent things and then they just delete it after a few days? Right. That's You can do that with movies, right? And it's, it's yeah. just – it. It's a good idea. Uh, and maybe they like, set up a thing where you uh, get to keep the save data of whoever rented it before you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the, the old Blockbuster experience. You get to ride off people's coattails, yeah. Uh, Mr. Spencer, Mr. Furukawa, please call us. Uh, we, we've got lots more great ideas we would love to pitch to you. The Brain Trust right here on DK Vines, The Conversation. Thank you for the call, John. I used to, uh, you know, many years ago, I had a... Uh, Gamefly, which like they'd mail you, like uh, what Netflix started out as, and yeah. then they split into Quickster, which was a very successful branding that I'm sure everybody listening to this remembers because they still use it, of course, because right. it was so successful. Of course, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, game rentals. That's yeah. this was the lucrative market in that. Could, could you make a comeback? Just make it digital. I mean, you know. yeah. And and then then they control that in house too. It's not like it's a it's a third party like like your uh, your red boxes, your blockbuster, and other imitators. Like it would just be all be controlled. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant ideas. Um. Anyway, I think we're we're pretty much in agreement. Not a bad game by any means. Uh, we're we're all in agreement with that. It's just undercooked, and we're just a little worn out by the release philosophy of the of these types of games in the Mario subseries. But the biggest complaint that Donkey Kong fans seem to have universally is that they removed critters as the goalies, and they replaced them with boom booms. And let's just be honest, I don't care. Where you fall on the dividing line between, you know, being a Mario diehard or a Donkey Kong diehard or you like both, critters are just much cooler than Boom Booms. Let's be honest. Boom Booms, uh, they've got a fun name because it's like a euphemism for sex. But as as far as characters go, they're just more generic turtle baddies, whereas critters are generic humanoid crocodiles. It's more unique. In these types of games. I like it. I like it more. They're they're fun to see. And, you know, this sucks. I'm not going to lie. It sucks that we don't have critters in this. But... Yeah, I don't know. I, I actually, I don't know, kind of prefer uh, fewer Donkey Kong characters in Mario games. Oh, like, I- have Donkey Kong himself. But, although in this particular case, because you have four players per team, it would be nice to have, you know, four Kongs. I I do understand and actually empathize with that viewpoint because I'm sort of of the same mind. Yeah, I I, I I was like part of that brigade where I was very happy to see these characters pop up in these games back in the buyout era. But there was always that worry that, oh, no, are people just going to take this to mean that Critters, this this hardcore Donkey Kong iconography is just Mario like it's just all Mario, and we've talked about how you know recently, like with Josh Wall and the Geek Critique on this show, even we've talked about how there was that era where Donkey Kong sort of lost his own brand identity, where you know GameCube and Wii babies think of Donkey Kong as nothing but a Mario series, Mario characters, even, and we kind of lost a little bit of that individualism that was established by Rare. So, so I'm of two minds about it, but I think the biggest reason why we don't have critters in this game is because there is, as, as I've brought up on the show before, more internal management of the Donkey Kong brand than there used to be because they are making a new game. I'm not promising it at any point. Yeah, I don't not make it. They already made it, and it's going to come out on Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. <laughs> it's already out. Oh my god! I should really, I should really read the news more. It just depressed me so much. I turned off my phone. They are doing a new game, release date to be determined, and they they're reportedly doing it in house, and they now have you know Donkey Kong as a separate internal brand. And they've got managers of this brand, and they don't want to intermingle Donkey Kong quite as much with Mario as they did back in the buyout era. We still get it, obviously. They're, they're never going to sever that link. Like, Donkey Kong will still appear in these games. 
you're still going to get more Kongs in games where it's financially lucrative for there to be Kongs like Mario Kart Tour. But in Mario Kart Tour, we have not had the Kongs in wacky variant outfits. We don't, we don't have like Donkey Kong with, with the cherry pie and we, we don't have French mime Diddy Kong trapped in a box. We, We don't, we don't have that. Like we just have the basic Kongs. The only variant we have in there is Donkey Kong Jr. from the retro Super Nintendo vintage. The reason for that, I think, is plainly clear is because that would be too much integration of the Kongs in Mario Kart Tour. They are allowing that historical link, but only using the regular characters unaltered. Anything more would be disrespectful to the Donkey Kong brand and the Donkey Kong team that's now in place. And so I think the reason that they have removed critters from this and why you do see less Donkey Kong references in these games now is because of that very reason. I I think they've scaled it back to where it was almost in the N64 era when the last time we really had a dedicated team working on Donkey Kong was with Rare. And then we, we we lost that with the buyout and Donkey Kong was kind of cast to the winds. And it was kind of a free-for-all for a while where everybody could use all these Donkey Kong characters. And now they've scaled that back and said, no, they are Donkey Kong characters. You have to have a good reason to use them. You can use Donkey Kong. Maybe we'll let you use Diddy Kong. If there's money to be made, $39.99 a pop, we'll let you use Dixie Kong, Funky Kong. But that's it. And so that's why there aren't critters in the game. And philosophically, I, I think that's good news. When you, when you really break it down, that's good news because it shows that internally they care about Donkey Kong. Good things are coming for Donkey Kong. There's going to be Donkey Kong branded things that might use critters. And it, it's very good for us. However, the downside is we are now in the era where we have only had one new Donkey Kong game in the last decade. And even that Donkey Kong game didn't really bring back much in the way of returning characters. So when our only chance to have new interactions with these characters are these games, and even that is forbidden, it starts to feel kind of discouraging (laughs) a little bit. And so I I understand. That new Donkey Kong game has been canceled. Yeah, because they're not using critters anymore because oh. uh, Microsoft owns them. Oh, yeah. As everybody knows. Everybody checked the paperwork and they realized that it turns out Microsoft owns most Donkey Kong characters. And they're like, oh, oh, well, game's yeah. canceled then. That ruins our plans. Turns out they still own Donkey Kong. They just too polite to tell anyone. So so it it is a catch-22, David, because... One, like the only reason I'm playing these games are for the Donkey Kong elements, but I don't want too many Donkey Kong elements because then everybody's just going to associate Donkey Kong elements as this like parasite on the Mario series. I want Donkey Kong to have its own identity, but we're not getting much in the way of Donkey Kong games. So my only chance to experience these characters are in these Mario games. And so I want more Donkey Kong characters because the only reason I'm playing them are for Donkey Kong characters, but I don't want Donkey Kong characters in there. Ah, to quote Rash. From the newly minted DKU game, Killer Instinct 2013. 
These cameos are killing me. This has been a File 2 production. Qué rico.